America. Welcome, welcome. What's up? It's Sweet D, and you're listening to Cry, Let It All Out, where we talk about Tupac and Biggie. Uh, we're doing the Tupac and Biggie book still. I know it's said on the podcast, the ending, but we still got a lot to go with the book. And we're doing The Killing of Tupac Shakur by Kathy Scott. Guess what, America? I got a guest this week. It's Heinz, and he told me like the ketchup. What's up, Heinz? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, you know, it's me, Heinz. Uh, on social media, it's probably your senpai. Um, what's up? What's up? And he is Heinz. Uh, so this podcast is about uh, people who have passed on and left a lasting legacy. Uh, other artists I'm going to do, Heinz, is Prince... Uh, Michael Jackson, Bob Marley. I'll be a uh, part of the Michael Jackson one. You will? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to do Michael Jackson. Uh, I'm going to do Big Pun. I'm going to do so DMX. What about DMX? Isn't DMX, that sad? Yeah, DMX was sad. And honestly, right, that's something I've been meaning to uh, like dive into discography, right? Because I know a lot of his music, obviously, like you, you're black, you grow up listening to DMX. Yeah. 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 But like I never done like a deep dive listen to like entire albums and stuff like I Oh no. Nah. <laughs> 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 yeah, do, uh do you know he died of a drug overdose? I do know about that, yeah. Yeah, and do you know uh we didn't know DMX was on drugs, did we? No, that was not really like I mean, everyone makes that assumption about, like, rappers mm-hmm. and such. But, like, you know, like, when, when rappers get older, like, it's not really, like, a like a thing that they make, like, a point. Like, yeah, I'm still doing drugs. Other than, like, Snoop Dogg. Like, Snoop Dogg is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm still smoking weed. But. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that about DMX, and it was really sad. Um, but... Do you think when someone's doing drugs and they're a star, uh, they're big and famous, a rapper, that people, I think, who was around him should have helped him more? Probably, yeah. I mean, he was like, he, he wasn't, he wasn't super old, but he was, he's like my about my mom's age. I wouldn't yeah. want to see my mom doing any type of whatever. Whatever he overdosed on, like that's just not what you should be doing, especially at at that age. And I know he, he should have had more people around him. Yeah, t- helping him. <sighs> okay, so let's get into the book, Hines. Uh, Hines works here at CCTV, uh, where uh, I do my podcasts and my TV show. Don't forget to check out my radio show, Hines. It's right. on WMFO.org on 91.5 FM. It's called Sweet Town, and it's on Saturday, 7 to 8 p.m. So you just go to WMFO.org and click listen now. All right, bet. I'm going to check it out. All right. So here we go, Heinz, about Tupac Shakur. Violence was nothing new to Tupac Shakur. Tupac grew up on the main streets of New York City. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. I didn't. 
a product of that environment as an adult who looked every inch the thug his songs I'm sorry my glasses his songs insisted he was his his head was clean shaven his muscular six foot two fifteen pound frame was covered in tattoos. Even after surviving an earlier shooting, he was able to maintain rippled abdominal muscles that resembled in a washboard. Can you believe he still had a washboard as many times as he was shot, Heinz? That's insane. I didn't even know he got shot previously. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yep, in New York City, and when he was going into the studio. Wow. Yeah, he got shot. And uh, then, you know, he got shot again and got murdered. Damn. He was handsome with boyish good looks and an engaging smile and manner. He had a sauntering but determined walk, a hard stare but soft eyes and long eyelashes, a look decidedly different from other rappers. Over the years, Tupac had accumulated more than a handful of tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? I don't have any tattoos. I want tattoos, but that is expensive. Mm. So, you know. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm af I think they hurt. Oh, they definitely do hurt a bit, but you know, like I got two piercings um since pe people can only hear this, but I got two piercings and you know, these hurt, but ultimately I like them. I think I look good with them, so I like I'm willing to suffer a little bit of pain. Yeah, I like your nose ring. Thank you. Over the the one on his left forearm said outlaw. On his right upper arm was the word heartless, etched above a bloody skull and crossbones. On his back was Exodus 18.11. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods, for in thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. He also had the image of an AK-47 semi-automatic assault weapon tattooed on his left upper chest, just below a scar from a bullet wound. The tattoo splashed across Tupac's lower chest said Thug Life with the bullet in place of the letter I. Above that was 50 niggas position, positioned atop a rifle. The tattoo symbolized the black confederation among the 50 U.S. states. And splashing the word nigger on his chest, he believed, would advertise it as an acronym, which he claimed meant never ignorant getting goals accomplished. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I like that. Tupac, his stage name, was tattooed on his left breast, and on his right upper chest was to die for, below the profile of an African-American woman's face. Some believe it was a portrait of his mother. The images tattooed on his body represented the things that Tupac held sacred. Tupac also adorned himself with jewelry. He had a particular penchant for gold. Besides the solid gold chains around his neck and diamond and gold rings on fingers of both hands, he wore diamond studs in his nose like Heinz and <laughs> ears and an 18-karat gold Rolex watch on his right wrist. Tupac wore jewelry like medals, badges of honor. To his director in his first movie, Juice. Did you see Juice? Uh, hold on. 
Let me make sure I got the story. Yeah, that's the one where uh, he he's with, with a bunch of like teenage friends. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, I seen you. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. That was a crazy movie. Yeah, I know. Really good. I can't remember. I I I no, I can't. I remember when it came out, and I was like, I gotta see that because I Heinz, I was in love with Tupac. Mm-hmm. I wanted to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I'm so mad he's not here, Heinz, yeah. and I want the killers to be found and to go to jail. I feel, do you feel if you're, all right, if you're a rapper, you got to be willing to die? I don't think that's got to be the case. I think a lot of rappers die in, like, just, like, whether it's their fault or not, like, you know, it's it's always something that didn't need to happen in the mm-hmm. first place. Like the thing that the thing that happened with like Nipsey, like that yeah. didn't need to happen. That was just I like, know. like a forced situation, just like some other like dumb third party person who just, you know, they just can't control themselves, you know. And offset from the Migos. Offset from the, that definitely didn't need to happen. That was entirely like like what the like what's even going on like why are we doing this i know it's 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 a lot of unprovoked i mean growing up uh one of my favorite artists was uh xxx temptation who's oh Yeah. yeah i never heard anything by what's his most popular song um probably look at me how does it go um I, I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to recreate <laughs> it, the best, but, you know, like, all right, so I don't even know the words like that, but uh, da, 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 hey, can't keep my in my pants. Hey, da, 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 da. He's, he, he grew he's, he blew up off of SoundCloud rap and I, I used to listen to a, to a bunch of his music. It's not like the most inappropriate. It's not the most appropriate music to like, you know, re uh say right now but uh, he was he was real big back in like 2016 and then 2017 he was like even bigger wow yeah there was like like this thing that was happening at one point i guess he didn't like the migos for a little bit it Mm -hmm. was was very big and then like one day he went to um the car dealership and uh it like like three dudes came and like robbed him or try to rob him Mm -hmm. and like he he just wasn't for it so then it's on like video they shot him in his car. And then, mm. Yeah. And it, it's just like situations like that. It's just like I feel like they just don't need to happen. Like I don't think rappers have to die or like there's like that's what comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Who – all right. Well, I'm just going to ask you this now. I was going to wait. But who is your favorite, Biggie or Pac? I got to say – Tupac, he got like the image and everything, and like that's cool. Like I mess with Tupac's image. Like he is, he is like when I when I think about the people that I try to shape myself to be. Like Tupac is one of those like looks where it's just like I mess with his vibe and like his look. Mm-hmm. But Biggie, as an artist, I think I appreciate him a lot more. Wow, and I appreciate Pac a lot more. All right, that's good. That's good. All right. Nature's 
Tupac wore jewelry like medals, badges of honor to his director in his first movie, Juice. He recited Robert Frost's poem, Nothing Gold Can Stay. Even the lyrics of Tupac's favorite passage, a borrowed poem, became a reality for him. It read, Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold, her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down today. Nothing gold can stay. Tupac, who was an avid reader, often quoted passages from a book or lines from a poem or lyrics from a song. His friends were used to it. He'd done it since he was a kid. Just before his death, Tupac performed, formed a new group made up of kids. Oh, I didn't know this. Which he named Nothing Gold. Like like he had like kid artists? Yeah. Wow. He planned to personally produce their songs, which would, he felt, send a positive message to teenagers. Tupac was a talented singer, songwriter, and actor with five solo albums to his name. Additionally, Tupac contributed songs to soundtracks for several movies, including Above the Rim, Poetic, remember Poetic Justice I do with Janet Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, fun fact, though, I never got to watch that for myself. Oh. I've only ever seen clips. I've been wanting to watch it for, like, years now, but I just never got the time. Yeah, you got to see it. Yeah, I yeah. definitely got to see that soon. Yep. The show, Super Cop in Sunset Park. He was also a rising film star, having starred in the movies Juice 1992, Poetic Justice, 1993, with Janet Jackson, Bullet, Above the Rim, Gridlocked, and Gang Related, which wrapped up a week before the fatal shooting and was to be released on the first anniversary of his death. Tupac had quite a following. Fans lined up for hours at record stores in Las Vegas, awaiting the November 5th, 1996, midnight release of Tupac's last album, Don Illuminati, The Seven Day Theory, released posthumously. The day before, Mike Tyson, accompanied by several men, tried to buy the CD a day early from Tower Records' Wild Store on West Sahara Avenue, about 10 miles from his Las Vegas mansion. He didn't believe us when we told him it wasn't available yet, said the store clerk who waited on him. We told him, come back tomorrow. Tyson did return the next day to purchase his CD. Boston Globe movie critic Jay Carr described Shakira's acting abilities in a January 31st, 1997 review. Whatever else the late gangster rapper Tupac Shakur was, he was a good movie actor, Carl wrote. He was good in juice, and he was the best thing in poetic justice. He's even more appealing as the soulful half of a strung-out buddy team alongside Tim Roth and Gridlock. According to rap journalist Kevin Powell, Tupac acted with a moody intensity comparable to that of James Dean, whose acting career was also cut short, but by a fatal car accident. Mm. If you had the chance, Hines, to... um, Well, let's just say to speak to the people that murdered Biggie and Pac, or let's say for you, Biggie, 
if you had the chance to speak to the person that murdered Biggie, what would you say? Um, I guess I wouldn't really ask them why they did it because, like, you know, they 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 have their own reasons. You know, like it's probably something stupid, something I would find stupid. But right. like, if someone hired them to do it, or if like they just did it for like clout or you know spite, whatever, that's like that's them. I guess I, if I could speak to them, I kind of just want to know what's going on in their mind or mm. just, like, how their life is or, like, you know, because something in their lives drove them down that path mm. where they, if it wasn't going to be Biggie, it was going to be some other random person mm. or some other star. So yeah. I just want to know, like, what made you, what put you in this mindset? Mm-hmm. You know? For me, for Park, if I could speak to the person that murdered Park, I would say you are a bad person. You took the love of my life away. You took a rapper, an actor. You took a writer. You took someone so talented. Both of them were so gifted. How could you take that gift from America? And nobody, t- if you were here from the beginning of this book, Heinz, you would know that the investigation was shoddy. You know, I don't know why they're not still looking for the killers. Mm-hmm. They just gave up. They, yeah. You know what they say? They say because no one will talk. I doubt that. Why do you think no one will talk? Because it was like somewhat gang related from what I understand. So there's some people that have like their theories on like Suge Knight's involvement and like Mm. uh, Diddy's involvement also. And just like them like calling hits on each other. Mm. Um, And that's just that was just the result of that. Mm hmm. Um. And because it's gang related, others like both sides aren't really speaking. But my my theory is, I, I really believed like, especially around the time, like there there were two black men that you know gave off like you know that they were rappers that gave off the persona of like yeah we're thugs and we we don't care who knows da da da. The, you know like the the system they don't really want it they don't really care you know they don't really mm. care about. Um, those people with that with that image they hear they die they're like you know what we'll, we'll, we'll look like we're trying to do something but we're not gonna we're not gonna dive into this like we would for any other white person or like mm. some like rich white actor wow they were so big hinds i just don't understand how nobody could want the the killers to go to jail or find out who murdered them or anything Okay, um, he didn't, okay, but we're here. According to rap journalist Kevin Powell, James Dean, okay, Tupac had reason to be moody. His childhood had been far from easy. Tupac's mother, Alice Faye Williams, a.k.a. Afeni Shakur, and his father, Billy Garland, were founding members of the National Black Panther Party. You knew oh, that? Wow, I did not know that. They were yeah. founding members. Yeah, wow. his mother was in the black. He, 
Black Panthers, and she had him in jail. She wow. she was pregnant with Tupac in jail, and they let her out right before he was to be born. So, um, p- correct me if I'm wrong, but like I could have sworn wasn't like a didn't wasn't his mother like uh, on drugs at some point? Yeah, time? she was. Wow. Yep. That's that's crazy. That's mm-hmm. the, you never know how your life is gonna go. You at one point, you know, you're like a a, a founder of or like leader mm-hmm. in, in the Black Panther. Um, well, uh, do you think? I think it shaped Tupac that pass. For sure, yeah. Yeah, his mother being a Black Panther, you. You can tell Tupac had those roots. Yeah, not he was educated, you know. Um, his his mom like definitely probably came from an educated, like you know, background, mm-hmm. and she probably valued that. At some point, you know, especially when you're black and at that time, like you know, she didn't become a Black Panther for nothing. Like she was fighting for something, right? But when you like, sometimes it gets hard, and like, it's sad that to know that she went down that path. But like, it man. You know, it, it it makes sense at the time that, you know, she, like, she was, she looked towards drugs at some point. But it does make sense that, you know, Tupac is as educated and as smart as he was. Yep. Know. All right. Uh, based in New York in the late 1960s, Alice, while on bail pending felony charges for conspiring to blow up department stores and police stations, dated Garland. Alice earlier had been married to Lamumba Abdul Shakur, but when she got pregnant by Garland, Lamumba, a fellow Panther, divorced her a short time later. In April 1969, she and 20 Panther members were arrested. They were dubbed the Panther 21. Alice found herself pregnant and incarcerated in the Woman's House of Detention in Greenwich Village. Alice represented herself in court, delivering according to Connie Bruck in a July 1997 article in the New Yorker, a withering cross-examination of a key prosecution witness who turned out to be an undercover government agent. Fourteen of the original 21 co-defendants, including Alice, were acquitted in May 1971, only a month away from her delivery date. On June 16, 1971, a son was born to Alice Williams. She and Garland parted ways soon after. Garland, who had two other children from previous relationships, saw his son off and on until he was five, then lost contact with him. Garland wouldn't see him again until 1992, after he saw Tupac's picture on a poster advertising the movie Juice. What's your favorite Biggie song? Favorite Biggie song? Hold on. I got it on Apple Music right now. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up as fast as I can. What? Why am I not finding it? I literally have it. Okay. If I scroll, then I'll find it. Here we go. I got a story to tell right now. This is my favorite. Oh, it is? Yeah. Uh, my favorite Tupac song is Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I think for Tupac, my favorite, right? Like, the, my favorite 
like since I was like in, in like uh ninth grade was uh How old are you Heinz? I'm twenty. Okay. Yeah, I'm twenty this year. I'm fifty. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so old, Heinz. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh my favorite uh song since like ninth grade is like um I get around. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's just first hit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my favorite Biggie song I think is either I Love the Dough and that has Jay Z in it or um uh One More Chance. I don't remember either at the top of my head. Uh, I did, first I, things first, I pop a freak all the honeys, dummies, playboy bunnies, those wanting money. Those are the ones I like because they don't get nothing but penetration unless it smells like sanitation garbage. I turn like doorknobs, hot throb, never black and ugly as ever. However, I stay Gucci down to the socks, rings and watch filled with rocks. You know it now? Yeah, I know that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I better know the words. That's my favorite big song. I love Big Two, Heinz. Don't get me wrong. There's a chapter about Biggie in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how uh, closely um, this book is with Biggie and Pac. And this is The Killing of Tupac Shakur by Kathy Scott. I'm reading about Tupac Shakur and it's chapter five about Tupac Shakur. Um, so that's my, those are my favorite songs by them. Um, why, why do you think Pac and Biggie had friction? Uh, if I if I remember correctly, it was because of uh, Biggie's wife, right? Um, oh, Faith. Yeah. Was it, was there not a situation between her and like uh, Tupac? Well, Pac said in his song that he was with her, but I don't. Uh, I I think he was because I don't think Pac would lie about being with a girl, but uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, Big didn't take too kindly to that when he said, "I asked your wife." Yeah, and um. Uh, I wish they did music together. Yeah, same. I think about that a lot, and I, I think also because uh, uh, you know, Tupac like he wasn't really from the West Side, but you know, he repped West Side, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Biggie was not like, it, that's just not what he was repping. So I it know just became automatic. Just like we don't really mess with each other. Hmm. Okay. Uh, here we go. On the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department homicide unit lists Tupac's given name as Lesane Crooks. That was his given name. His name's Lesane? Crooks. Before he changed it to Tupac Chico. So he legally changed it in, like, the courts. Yeah, he changed it. Wow. Uh, Lieutenant Larry Spinoza said the family gave officers that name. The Clark County coroner shows the rapper's name as Tupac A. Shakur with an alias of Lassane Parish Crooks. It's not known where the surname Crooks came from. 
Alice took the name of Fanny Shakur after she married a man named Matulu Shakur when Tupac was a toddler, and she gave her son the name Tupac Amaru after a warrior, the last Inca chief to be tortured and murdered by Spanish conquistadors. Mm. So it's an Indian name from the Inca tribe. Tupac Amaru. I always Dope was, uh, name, right? You don't know. That name is like destined just like I was talking about this with my friends the other day. <laughs> just like Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. <laughs> those are names that are like destined to be stars. <laughs> like you just can't be anything else. I know. I know. Uh, uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do him. But um, let's see. Here we go. Uh it means shining serpent, which is an Incan symbol of wisdom and courage. Shakur is Arabic for thankful to God. It's a common surname chosen by members of the Nation of Islam when they join the Muslim religion. Afeni never legally changed her son's name to Tupac Shakur, but that's what he went by the rest of his life. Tupac was born a fighter. It's funny because I never believed he would live. Afeni told writer Veronica Chambers about her son in an Esquire interview. This is what his mother said. Mm-hmm. Every five years, I'd be amazed that he made it to five, that he made it to ten, that he made it to fifteen. I had a million miscarriages, you know. The child stayed in my room through the worst possible conditions. I had to get a court order to get an egg to eat every day. I had to get a court order to get a glass of milk every day. You know what I'm saying. I lost weight, but he gained weight. He was born one month and three days after we were acquitted. I had not been able to carry a child. This child comes and hangs on and really fights for his life. Wow. After she was acquitted, Fenny went on the speaker's circuit to talk about her experiences, but her celebrity was short-lived, and Fenny found herself back on the welfare rolls living in the ghetto. How was your Thanksgiving, Heinz? My Thanksgiving was really good. What did you have for dinner? Um, you know, the basic uh, mac and cheese, collard greens, um... You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what else? Cornbread. Yeah. Uh, I think we had ribs. Yeah. Oh, we had steak tips. I love steak. Oh, tips. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it was real good. You had good stuff. I had all the same stuff too, though. Yeah. All right. Well, the podcast is over now. Um, but before we end. I just want to say thanks for joining me, Heinz. No and Heinz will be here again uh, with more to discuss on Tupac and Biggie. Yep. Uh, next time, maybe we'll do more of um, into questions. I'll put some questions together next time. Here's my um, special message. As we celebrate this joyous Christmas season, let's hope for joy, togetherness, and peace. As the cold wind shatters our teeth, let's reach for greater heights in the new year. Spreading love and cheer, hope not fear, for Santa's coming with his reindeers. Gifts in abundance under the tree. Rip them open. Can't wait to see that special gift picked just for you. 
colors of Christmas, red and green, not blue. Suddenly the new year arrives, and in front of us are our goals as we strive and thrive for great things in the meantime. We share delicious food prepared to fill our hearts and stomachs with happiness. As the clock strikes midnight, let's scream for excitement with the bent neck looking up at the ball. Just to remember this year, Hind, you can have it all. Yes, I can. What? <laughs> Heinz, thank you for being with me. And like I said, you can check Heinz here at CCTV. He works here. He's a great guy. I love his demeanor, and that's why I wanted him to come in and be on my show. Thank so you. it's cry, let it all out. And we are saying, peace, gotta go. Here we go, here we go, here we, here we, here we go. Sweet D in the place to be, representing CCTV. Got Hines with a name like Ketchup. He knows what's up. Do you want to go with us and explore Tupac and Biggie and so much more? Check out all there is. I am here in this biz to make you scream and shout. Yes, I got some clout. Got Heinz here with me today. And you know, we don't play. So guess what else? I gotta say, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. So see you later, yo.